Okay, so I had a few visions. Last night, I had a vision that I must have been back in my hometown or something. But I was there, and all I know is. I was staying back in my old neighborhood right before I got here. And I always look back at this neighborhood and I think, I know how bad it was. Maybe I couldn't have possibly seen how bad it was when I was still in that, you know, mindset and state. And I did notice a few times, like, after a while of being here in Houston, that things were definitely significantly better. And I was in a better place. I was safer. I was, you know growing and I was definitely just like not in the same mindset and I didn't even realize that mindset until of course I was out of it or not necessarily out of it because I'm still not necessarily out of it but just like I didn't realize the minds how bad the mindset was until I saw it from a different view but I know that that's how a lot of people see those situations and they're not wrong I never even denied it even when I was standing in that situation I knew how bad it was and I never you know denied anybody who knew it was bad too like you know I honestly that's something you can appreciate but it just felt like sometimes people just don't quite understand you know your feelings about it because like people would say you want to stay in that situation? Like, you want to be here in this place? Like, you don't want to be better. You don't want to come out of that. You want to take the first opportunity to run from that? Like, what are you... Like, why do you think that's okay or something like that? Or why won't you do everything in your power to, you know, let go of a situation like that? And it's not that you're not willing to or that you haven't done everything or power to let go of a situation like that. It's more like you still got to be careful what situation you go into. Just because your situation is so bad don't mean jump into any situation that you feel like look like better quick as you can just because like you know, because whatever situation you in, even people that I was around in that situation would be like, what? You came back? You're crazy. I would never come back here. And I would hear so much. I feel like, you know, it seemed like you almost don't even know for real what situation you really in. I mean, of course you do, but it seemed as if you don't know what situation you in because if you know a situation you in, or maybe it's not even a situation you in, but if you know the situations that exist around in life, period, then you would know better than to jump in any situation, any new situation, just because you feel like it'll be a better situation. If that's the case, you would have been out your situation, right? Because I'm not saying everybody's presented with a bunch of different opportunities to lead a situation, but what I'm saying is each and every single day, it's a whole bunch of opportunities to do stuff differently and be in another situation. You got your reasons why. And even though every reason ain't always reasonable, it's still a lot of 
you know, different precautions you got to take. But a lot of people see that as fear or they see that as you wanting to stay in your situation. And it's not necessarily that. It's just that, you know, I don't know, you know. I am confident in my ability to succeed. I am confident in my ability to succeed if I have God, when I have God, because I have God. But I'm not going to... I'm not going to just be so quick to hop out of my situation, hop in any situation because my situation is bad, even though I am quick to hop out of it. That's what you're not understanding. I'm not saying I'm comfortable here. I'm not saying this is where I want to stay. I'm not saying this is what I want. I'm saying that I'm still waiting for the right opportunity. I'm waiting for that God-given opportunity, that God-sent opportunity. And so different people's perspectives were no. I don't agree with that. You jump into any new opportunity and every new opportunity to get you further and further and further ahead. And you figure your way out of that instead of staying where you are and not moving forward. And that's how you make it work. But I don't know if I'm just built like that, Then I'm just not built like that. And it's not because I'm stupid. It's not because I want to stay in my situation. And it's not because I'm scared. It might be because I'm scared a little bit, maybe somewhere, but I doubt that. It's not really that. I feel that I will be able to survive. I will be able to make it. It's just that, you know, I like to think things through, I guess, and imagine immediately jumping into a new situation thinking, oh, this is so much better or this is at least I'm out of that last situation. And you just never out of that last situation, no matter how it looks. You're never out of it. You you jump into the same situation over and over and over again. You like, but my car is nice, my house is nice now, and I got all this money. You still in the same situation. And maybe it's because of the mindset, or maybe it's because of you not thinking things through and trusting God and letting Him guide you and lead you into the right opportunity. Opportunities gonna come and they're gonna go, especially when you trust in God. But that's, it's not necessarily the right one. And I've seen that too many times. It's scary. And you know what? I almost used to say to myself, but at least it's better than these situations around me where they find always finding like better opportunities, end up in a better opportunities, but you wait five, ten years, if that, and you see them right back here with you. If you still there, which... Maybe you is if you see them end up back in that situation. I don't know. That don't necessarily mean you would, but I just wanted to break that cycle. I don't want to get in that cycle. I don't want to be in that cycle. It's way too many people in my family that's like way so so super talented and resourceful. And they a lot of them are opportunists. So they find a great situation opportunities but a lot of them is not never really making it out of them and you would think they could be a millionaire by now we could all be millionaires by now but we always find ourselves back into this cycle so when you see that obviously you know that's spiritual you know that's spiritual it ain't about money you or you or you or you you come on you come up on money every single day you go in five minutes, you come back with a $500 or 
you stay a little bit longer, you can have a couple of thousand today. But tomorrow you broke. And it's the same thing over and over and over again. A lot of people say, well, that's because of lack of financial literacy, of course. But it's also because of spiritual bondage. And you wouldn't under some people just don't understand. I swear they don't. They like, no, I made out that situation or no, I know how to keep save my money, do it right, whatever. I know how to get out that situation. You see them, they made it out and they did do that. But, you know, at the same time, they just don't quite understand what it's like for you. They just don't understand what it's like for you because it's not money, not the issue. Money is not the issue, not necessarily. It is, but it's not necessarily the issue. Because if you was only focused on money, you always have it and never be without it. So it's not necessarily money. Maybe it's family, but you can't even really say it's blame it on family. Because if you really needed to get away from them and do what it, do what's necessary in order to survive, you can do that too. It's spiritual bondage. That's what it is. That's what it is. And you swear that you could do you can get out of the situation and you can make it work for yourself, but you know, I don't know. I'm just have to be hundred percent honest. What happens is in the spirit you ain't broke nothing off of you. And the different I'm not saying you went and compromised in order to get to the position that you are in now, but you are ignoring things. And sometimes it do even takes it takes being very selfish and I'm not necessarily even opposed to that it's just I'm good I don't care if they is and if they suffering if they struggling no I'm not about to show love every single time you need some money because you don't do nothing with it or you don't you're not you know bettering yourself you're not actually putting that towards nothing or you just gonna always need it and I'm you always gonna have your hand out and I'm always gonna have to give you stuff and you are not wrong but You just don't understand. You don't understand. And I know what it's like to be in a position where it's like people are looking at you like, what are you doing with your life? But you aren't a waste. You're not a waste of space. You're not. um, You are not useless. You are trying. It don't look like it. It don't it don't sometimes even feel like it. But, you know, that things are better because. You look back at the last situation you was in, you learn from it. Next time, maybe, you know, or the next couple of times, maybe you found that I ain't do that same thing, though. But you still held back. You still held back. And I feel like, like I said, it's spiritual. It can't be done without God. And a lot of people are not going to agree with that. You know, I found that, you know, honestly, the people who make it out for real and it's not about about spiritually, it's not about God, not as maybe they believe in God or it's not really about God to them. You know, I've even experienced different situations. I feel like talk to different people where they are very, very established mentally financially all that stuff financially finance finances are the last thing really that even comes into account it's about like everything else 
And I noticed that they are very established in that way. They don't talk about money. They don't have to. Excuse me, nor are they in need of it. But still, you know that your situation is different. While you can learn from them and be willing to do the necessary things that they are, the advice that they're giving you to get out of your situation, maybe it just won't work for you. And everybody got to do what they got to do for them. I don't know. I don't want to sound like I'm making excuses because that's all it's going to sound like until you finally get in the position that you're destined to be in. It's just going to sound like excuses. So this is why I don't really even put too much on this. But I just noticed, like, you know, I want to break the cycle forever. I want to be free forever. I want to be on that level of when people come around me, they just, just to be associated with me, it's a, it's a level up. I want to be there and I want to be able to help people and I want to be able to change certain situations and do things, but not, not by all means necessary. I want to do it right. I mean, by all means necessary, but I want to do it with God. Like, I don't know if people believe me, but if I wanted to be rich right now, you know, or have a lot of money right now, and a lot of friends, a lot of connections, a lot of all that stuff. Excuse me. And I did it without waiting on God. I could be. I could be. It's about waiting on God. And if you give in, you didn't break no cycle. You didn't conquer any spiritual. You didn't You didn't lose yourself from any spiritual bondage. You're not free. You're in chains. And believe it or not, a lot of people who are, who have think that they have elevated, but they haven't. They are tortured daily. They're tortured daily by the idea of having done it the right way or having, you know, experienced different levels of peace, love, harmony, things that they're not, they're lacking because they chose, they they decided to do it in a selfish way, I guess. I don't want to say it's selfish because sometimes God will lead you to be selfish. But the way they did it, they lack a lot of things, a lot of spiritual things. So I'm just seeing that, and I never wanted things to be like that. And in this vision, when I went back home, I was, I don't even know if I call it home anymore. I went back to my hometown, and all I know is it was like this feeling of like, so this is what you want to go back to. And then I felt how I felt in it. And I was feeling like, whoa, like I never, 
I never expected to feel this way about my hometown anymore. This whole this whole time I've been fighting things in the spirit. I feel that I've been in a daze. I feel that I've had to been had to be in a daze because I almost can't believe what's happening before my very eyes. God is just moving like that, but I got to experience what it feel like for a second. What it feel like is like I couldn't imagine ever allowing myself to come back here. I can't imagine ever allowing myself to be back in this place. Even though every single time my mind, I'm saying, if I got to go back and start over, I will. If I got to go back and be in that place, I will be in that place. And I'll make it out. I'm confident in the fact that God is going to get me out no matter where I have to be sent back to or whatever. Because one thing that I've noticed in this situation, not that I, not that I you know, necessarily intended to end up in this situation or around this type of mindset but it feels that they threaten me it feels that they threaten me like don't get too comfortable don't get too happy and don't get too you know don't feel like you can't go don't feel like you can't be sent back to where you started don't feel like this can't all get taken away from you and then they'll dare you they'll dare you to say you can't take back all the progress i've made They'll dare you as if they made you wanting to take credit for every, you know, every move of God in your life. Every effort you've put in, all the blood, sweat and tears you've cried over your progress and making it and the growth that you've made. They want to take that back from you. They don't they want to see you doing well, but not better than they expected you to be doing. And when you realize that that's the type of situation that you are dealing with, then you say, this is what I mean when I say every time you hop out of a la- your last situation, it's not always better the next situation you're in. It's not always an opportunity that's worth taking because I've done nothing but be tortured and tormented and traumatized this entire time I've been here. And I was invited. Every single day, they threatened to kick me out and send me back to where I went, where I came from. Why would you offer to bring somebody out of their last situation just to do that every single day? And if that's your miserable mindset, then obviously, you know, you make me mean more than I even need you. To be quite honest, it come down to that. And you, that's what I be talking about. That's the situations I'm talking about when I say... Sometimes, no matter how bad it looks, no matter how dirty you seem, no matter how poor you might actually actually be, it's better to be where you at. J. Cole did say, I don't know. I think being broke was better. And I understood that the first time he said it, even when I was broke. I was broke when he said that. I still am broke. But when I was broke, when he said that, Years ago, I understood exactly what he's saying. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. And I'm not even in the rooms that you're in. I'm not even around the people that he possibly is around. I know exactly what he means. I think it's be- I think being broke was better. Everybody always say more money, more problems. But my issue is like, people, people don't. They don't ever want to really 
consider you. They don't never really want to consider you and what you have to offer until you accomplish that. And when they feel that they are creating opportunities for you or putting you in different rooms or in different positions, they never want to consider all that come with that. Or if they do consider all that come with that, they want to be able to always feel like you owe them something. And if it and I and I always want to give people the benefit of the doubt. Somebody can put you or give you an opportunity and never want to ever throw it back in your face. Never again. Would they ever talk about it? Would they ever, you know, take it back or make you feel like you would not be where you are without them? I like to give people the benefit of the doubt that that can exist. But in this particular situation, I want to feel like that could necessarily be true. But no, I think that's just something that this individual might be telling themselves. Because if you got to torture me every single day and you got to do everything in your power to, you know, make me feel lesser than or make me feel like I can't do without you or make me feel like. You can you got the ability to stop all of this right now, every single day, all the time. If you can do that, you can't one day say, see, I never threw it back in your face. You threw it back in my face every single second of every single day. I had to push through that regardless because I had to want to be better more. I wanna have I had to want to progress more. I had to trust in God more. I had to grow. Because if it was not up to God, I promise you, I wouldn't never want no opportunity or nothing to be associated with you at, at all. I don't care what you say. And you get mad every time I say that. And that's what I'm talking about. You do like I just feel like you doing it now. You you always doing it. But I am wrong every time I say. Maybe it was just better to never have even met you. Maybe it was just better to never have even gotten no opportunity you know, from you, even though I understand how much progress I made. I understand how much growth that I have come into. I understand everything that I've been given is a blessing. I'm wrong to say maybe I should, you know, I should never want to be here. I should just leave it. Where is it at? Every day that I say that I'm wrong, but every day you say that you can take all this back, you can snatch this away from me and don't get too comfortable and don't get too happy and act like you like don't bite the hand that feeds you. Act like you appreciate the opportunities that's been placed in front of you. All this other stuff that you are doing. You you're not wrong. You never gonna be wrong because you somehow provided this opportunity or feel that you did. Well, I feel that it's God given. And as I said. You might have needed me more than I needed you and cannot even admit that. And you and a lot of people are never going to acknowledge that because they feel like a lot of people are not going to acknowledge that you have they need you more than you need them because they support the money and the appearance of uh, success more than they actually support actually being successful spiritually in your soul. 
from the inside something nobody can ever tear down or take back if i go back to where i was at right now yeah i feel like i've outgrown that situation i don't fit but what i would know is that i would not be there alone because spiritually i've grown and that's what matters Some people fighting so hard to not go back to where they came from because they know that if they go back to where they came from, they will find that they have learned nothing where they were at. They have learned nothing in the process. They did not spiritually grow. They almost fit right back in. And that's always that's a good thing and a bad thing. Maybe it's a good thing because you never changed, but maybe it's a bad thing because you never grown. You've never grown. You're not growing. You're allowing the appearance of success or the appearance of, you know, progress to make you actually skip over actual progress and actual success. So, like I said, sometimes people can learn from you and don't ever let nobody make you feel like because you don't have money or because you are not, you know, powerful or with the appearance of success or money that you can't teach them something. That you can't help them. Like they don't need your help way 10 times a million times more. People sit in castles, miserable and blind and absolutely bitter. Needing somebody like you to come shine light on their life, in their life. But they sit there and they tell you the whole time, you need me. You got to be careful. People are, you know... I already knew this stuff. I've been knew this. Even when I was in the hood, I never was thirsty to get out my, I never was real thirsty to get out whatever situation I was in because I'm not stupid. I know how these situations are. So that being said, let me continue on with this vision. So I was in my, I visited my old hometown. And what happened was I was, went to this diner. And I was taken to this hotel room. And then when I was at this diner with this guy, all I know was they were saying, like, it's a French diner. They serve French. The menus are in French and stuff like that. And then we took a picture and stuff like that. And mind you, I'm not really necessarily agreeing to anything, but I'm just going along with it because it feels like every single time I fight this vision, I'm just being fought. I'm just being fought and I'm being tortured and I'm being, you know, like bullied. Like they have to always exercise power over me. That's one. That's another big sign that they need you more than you need them. When they always have to exercise their power over you, they always have to prove, you know, I'm more powerful than you or submit to me. Don't allow your don't don't feel like you are great and big and would be there without me. You can't feel like that around me. Why do I have to, why do my power, anything I feel like that's placed inside of me, whether it's, you know, raw and uncut and still needs to be tailored, why does that ever affect the position you're in if you're really in it? One thing about God, he is almighty and all powerful. He's never intimidated by anybody else's power ever because he is the truth. He is the truth. And when you are the truth, when you're telling the truth, when you're living in your truth, nobody else's situation can, you know, Make you insecure about your own. I'm not perfect like God. So obviously there are going to be different situations or different things that make me insecure about my own situation because I have levels to still grow to. But when it comes down to it, most of these things that I'm experiencing is 
a direct threat on my potential. A direct threat on my future, my destiny, who I'm destined to be. And they hate when I bring this up. And I hate that I have to be around people like this. It's like you are so jealous of me. But you always claim I have nothing. And you have everything. You so jealous of me. You want to struggle. You want to strangle the light out of me. You want to strangle the hope out of me. You want to strangle the potential right out of me. But you claim that that's what you actually are drawn to. Which one is it? But that's how you know somebody has not done the work to get where they are. So... Anyways, I'm at this diner and I'm just reminded once again, like many other times, you know, this where you came from. This where you came from. This what I'm doing for you. This what I've done for you. And it's like, who are you trying to convince me or you? Because the fact of the matter is, okay, I used to litter. Okay, that's where I came from. We all know this. It's not a secret. Okay, cool. I'm here now. Okay, great. You know, never forget that. Okay, good. And I'm trying not to never forget it in a good way. Like never forget all that it's taught me and to be grateful for everything that I have, regardless of what I want to have. Okay. But you want to remember it in a way where it's like, don't forget, you know, how, how would it felt like before? And you want to somehow trigger something inside of me to make me feel like, oh, If you are afraid of ever being in that position or if you show any fear or if you show any intimidation about where you've come from, I know that I have the power to use that against you to get you to do what I want you to do or I'm just going to send you back. Somehow hoping that you can smuggle the confidence or strangle the confidence out of me. Probably hoping that you still it for yourself because as soon as I'm believing myself, you feel like I'm either relying on you or you don't want to believe in me either. So you're not even really for me. Like I said, you need me more than I need you. It's something about my drive, my ambition, my confidence in God, my confidence in my journey. And that I'm always going to make it. I'm definitely going to be okay with or without anybody around me that intimidates the mess out of you. And you want me to die for it. You want me to die for it. You hate it. Or you want it to go. And you want me to somehow submit to you so you can feel like, you know, out of all the potential that you had and who you could be and all the things that I even believe that you were capable of, how great you are, you had to submit to my greatness so I must be greater. And obviously that just means that, you're, that you aren't. So I am at this hotel room while I'm here. I can't talk. I can't talk at all. I can't say a word. I can't react to nothing. I just have to sit there like, you know, emotionless, traumatized, abused, physically abused. I feel like emotionally abused, mentally abused, spiritually abused. I'm abused by this individual. I'm being abused. That's what it is. And I know everybody's going to say, well, you the one keep running back to that situation and that's your own business and all this other stuff. And it's like, I don't even know what I did ever getting it to begin with. It's no running. 
you know, I, I never doubted, you know, abuse victims when they said, people used to always say, it's my fault because if I really went out of this situation, I'd be out of it. But it was never no running. It was never no, you know, way to get out. It was never no real, you know, options. I never, like, and then they'd be like, well, how did you eventually get out? Who knows? By God's grace. God made a way out of no way. Because it was never no way out. It's never no way out. They watch you 24-7. They test you all the time. When they feel like you thinking about or even imagining or dreaming about moving forward in your life. You can't even know. You can't even dream about it. You can't make plans for it. None of that. You get none of that. You get none of that. And it's like the whole time I'm sitting here thinking I'm battling Satan and I am. But still, this is just what I'm dealing with. It's like, there's no way out. They even got my whole family in on it. They got my whole family, you know, against me. Every single time I try and make sense to my family, all they ever do is gaslight me. You, you know... You you not doing this, you not doing that, you dumb, or you don't want this, you don't want that. You can make you can make necessary changes, you can do different stuff. You don't have to live like this, you don't have to live like that. But it's you who's running back, it's you who's doing this, it's you, it's you, it's you, and he always saying it's me too. And then the thing about it is, well, if it's a he or whoever it is, they always saying it's me too. And then the thing about it is when this individual Take, say anything to them, they always take this person's side. But can I even blame them? Because it's, he's this person is a manipulator. And a lot of times I'm even listening to what he got to say about my family and I shouldn't. But you know what? When they all against me, I don't know how to feel. I don't know what to do. Y'all all sold out. Y'all all sold me out for money. All y'all sold me out for money. Or the thought or or potential to have some. Y'all sold me out. It is what it is. So, anyways, I'm back at this hotel room and I cannot talk. And this individual has another person around him who I feel that was abused as well by them. And walk and kind of just like a me. I'm always being compared to this this individual, and I feel like the only thing that they feel that I have in common with this individual is the way that I handle their abuse. And so I always feel bad for this person because this person feels bad for me, understanding what I'm going through and wanting to save me, but at the same time, you know, not being able to get away from the behavior of wanting to be on top, wanting to win, wanting to be this individual's favorite. It's like Stockholm's syndrome. Where you start to love your abuser, where you fall in love with your abuser. And I don't want to fall in love with my abuser because then that means the first opportunity that I have to actually save my life and get out of this situation because I do feel like my life is in danger every single day. The first opportunity that I have I would have said, oh, but I love him. Let me stay. No. No. The only protection I have here is God. 
It's spiritual. I can't go anywhere. I can't get away from this. So all I know is this other individual that I feel understands my situation. I feel in the beginning of this try their best to, to get to, you know, get me away from this. I remember running in my car driving through states doing everything I could to get away from this situation I just remember hearing this person voice in my head like no because I gotta do everything I can to save you I couldn't save me and my car flipped and I it wasn't because of my driving so I feel that it was more like a so-called warning but I don't care about these so-called warnings. I don't take I don't think it's cute. I don't think that is, you know, it's not a big deal. They that's what they said the whole time. It's not a big deal. You're okay. Like, yes, you lost your car, but you you ain't nothing wrong with you. You're not hurt or anything. But that just makes it worse because it feels like makes me feel like then you don't feel like it's a big deal because I'm not hurt, which means you actually be willing to hurt me. Just because you did it this time doesn't mean I've escaped anything. And I can't believe the people around me think this is okay. And it's everybody. That's what's so sad and crazy. But then, a lot of times they want to remind you of all the progress that's being made or all the things that they do for you and help you with. For me, it's it's really bad because it's like, I feel that I'm even closer to God. And then it makes me feel like, so so God's okay with you abusing me? God is okay with your narcissistic behavior? Even God supports this. But absolutely not, he doesn't. Because only God is keeping me alive and keeping me away from what you really would do to me. If I wasn't praying and holding on to him very tight. God is the only option I have for survival. God's the only reason I'm alive, actually. But they want you to turn on God. They want you to think even God's taking their side. That you have nobody. Not even God. They hate your time with God because you should put nothing or nobody over me. And I hate that you love God so much. They want you to sell your soul to them. It's sad. But anyways. All I know is I'm just fighting for my life. And I don't really know, you know, what God's plans. I know what God's plans for me are. But it's like, I don't know how much more I'm going to be able to take. Or what I'm gonna, what's going to be necessary to get me to my next, my next phase or next stage in life or how long I will even be here but I feel that I heard somebody say no because you only got five years to do whatever it is you're doing in her life I'm not letting you hold her life up five years I'll be 30 imagine what I can do in five years it's already been like two or three years and I haven't done anything besides pray and they was they would still allow this person five more years to waste my time but I guess five years is way better than a lifetime. Or longer. Whatever. 
it doesn't matter like but why do I have to say why do I have to take you know a lesser option like well at least I just take the five years no it should be like you go you should go now you should never been here at all But like I said, like people will say, what'd you do to get get in this situation? You had to take some responsibility for whatever, you know, why you're there and all this other stuff. And it's like, it's not my fault. It's absolutely not my fault. It's nothing I could have done. I literally didn't do anything but exist here on this planet. But you know what? People claiming that you're a victim when you say that. But it's like, what do you do when somebody finds you spiritually and just starts controlling your life? Everything around you, and they have the power to do so. And because you don't have any money or power, you just can't do anything about it. You fight with everything you can, everything you can do to fight them, which is by prayer. But you still in this situation. And people call you stupid or dumb, like you could have made different made different moves or taken different opportunities as if you are, you are not willing to try anything to get out of it. Almost anything. You're not willing to lie to yourself and get comfortable here because you know that by then your life will really be in danger. Like for a lifetime type danger. But anyways, I'm in this hotel room and I just can't even talk. I can't talk because then they'll abuse me again. They just start abusing me. And they have multiple people abusing me. They have the people they've abused abusing me. They abuse me. It's like they're really trying to break me. All I can do is depend on God. But when every single time I reach for God, they all fight me so hard. All day, every day. You don't know what that's like to be one person fighting everybody. And then it's all these different distractions, different things being used against you, like when certain people even come up to you to have the ability to help you or ask you about what's going on, what happens is all you know is that you can feel the fact that they are holding something against you. Like it just happened yesterday. All I know is it felt like somebody asked me, like, just say something, say something then. Say something if if this person is hurting you. Like, like if you're really being abused, you can just say something. I hate when people do dumb stuff like that. And I wonder if I was ever dumb like that. Like, you're just going to be able to walk up to a real abuse victim that can't get out on their own, that have been fighting and doing everything in their power to get away, and are it's being watched and monitored. Otherwise, they would be free and just be like, just let me know. Just tell me. Blink. Do something. And then you walk away like, well, I guess they're fine. They didn't say anything. And you okay with that. You never wanted to help anyways. You might as well not even offer. You might as well not even offer because I, I swear if you knew, you knew better. You know better. This is not, this is not for the week. But people always, people say, say something. I can't do nothing. I can't make a move. I can't blink. I can't breathe. I can't move. I can't do nothing. I can't say a word. Because I know that they're torturing my family. I know that they are extorting me. I know that this individual probably don't really want to help for real or really go to war for me. And then if I say something or do something 
anyways, either they will not have heard me and then I'll just be abused later. The message won't get to them. I won't get the real opportunity to be to be helped and my family will be hurt because of it. But people claim they want to help you. People don't care for real. People don't care for real. But that must be why God chose me for this situation. Because now I know. And now I want to help people. I would never I would never if I'm in a position or if I'm if I'm ever really in a position to help somebody, I would never not try and help them now. But I do feel like it is a spiritual battle. And the only way to conquer this is with God. Because when you get to these certain situations, you realize it's only God. It's only God that's helping you. And keeping you alive. I can't even believe my whole family turned on me like this. It's like if I had died, would they even have cared? And they wouldn't have. And that's what's so sad. But I was also faced with something yesterday. I saw this post about this rapper. She is suicidal and she posted a suicide note, but she didn't kill herself. And I was scrolling through thinking like, you know, I still got that debate in my mind because I'm be suicidal a lot and I know I'll be serious. But I still got that debate in my mind. Like, is this person really for real or do they just want attention because they posted it? If you suicidal, you don't post it and all this other stuff. Like, I know what it's like to be in a situation. Suicidal come in many different forms. You never know how somebody will act underneath that pressure. And for a split second, what I saw was the rapper, rapper kills themselves, commits suicide. And I said, exactly. I realized that I felt it. Like, see, now I would have felt like. I would have felt a whole different type of way if that story switched to rapper commit suicide instead of rapper attempts to commit suicide. People do not never appreciate you or appreciate your life until you go. But this is why I keep fighting. Because if they're not going to appreciate you while you're here, they're not going to appreciate you until you're gone. And they're not going to appreciate you when you're gone. So you got to appreciate yourself. And you got to appreciate God. And you got to fight for your life. Because when it comes down to it, they just don't care. These people don't care. They're going to move on with their life and forget about you. They're not barely even going to shed any tears about you. And whatever guilt they feel about not being able to help you, help you that's going to subside soon. So you just got to fight for you and you got to do what's best for you. But still, here I am trying to love like I never been hurt and still trying to consider other people. Because I know what it's like not to be considered. So I'm in this hotel room and all I know is it's like they are going back and forth. And I can't show no emotion when it comes to the different conversations that's being had like I'll do it I'll say it I don't need you to say nothing don't stick up for yourself or we just, I'm just gonna build you I can't stick up for myself I can't say nothing I can't do nothing because this individual just wants to abuse me and then they let other people abuse me and I just suffer and nobody believes me nobody ever wants to believe me and All I know is like they're saying little stuff, but they're really not 
doing really anything. Like they're saying little stuff to defend you or to take up for you or to make sense of the situation. But when it comes down to it, they're still being abusive. They're still being abusive. They still are, you know, every single time they defend you, they look they they look back at you because they want to hit you for just having to defend you. They want to abuse you for just having to defend you. Like what? If I'm the one that's not wrong, which which is why you had to defend me, why you always ready to hit me anyways? Why you always waiting to find some reason to abuse and belittle and berate me? It's ridiculous, but you know what? Sometimes I feel like I'm wasting my breath. Anyways... Anyways, they just spread lies on you. Every single time you do whatever you can to get away from them or you try and do whatever is you you try to take whatever option that you have out. They they spread lies. They lie on you. They get everybody to turn against you and then you, you have nobody. You have nothing and you're still not safe. But I heard this story a million times before I ever found myself in it. So I don't expect nobody to still listen, but it is what it is. I'm still going to get my story out. All I know is, you know, they have my family there. And my family feels like they're there to protect me, but... In reality, every opportunity that they get, they're offering me up on a menu to get me abused more. Trying to get me hurt more every single chance that they get, which means that they're also manipulated. So it's like it's even worse that they're there. They're nothing but a burden to me, too. We'll sit there and claim that they're trying to protect you, but still, everything in their power, do everything in their power to somehow win some type of extra points with this individual. It's 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 confusing. It's frustrating. And then every single time you speak out about how you feel, you wrong. Because everybody's against you. And it's like, even if you are doing different things that's not reflective of yourself, which obviously is reflective of the abuse you're going through. Why don't anybody see nothing wrong with everybody being against you? Why nobody see nothing wrong with that? It's you against everybody. Nobody ever sees anything wrong with that. It's fine, but... All I know is... All I kept hearing from this person was the truth does matter. The truth does matter. And I felt like this person, it was things being placed in this person's head, just like it's stuff being placed in my head. But at least they're listening somewhat to me. But it's like, no, it's not at least they're listening somewhat to me. They do not care nothing about me or nothing that I say. And I've seen this on so many different occasions. When it come down to it, they, they're like, you don't have no power here. You don't have nothing. You don't really 
you know, nobody would care if you die. Not, you know, what are, what's going, you know, what are you going to, you have no options. Your whole family is on my side against you. I can kill you right now. They wouldn't care. Matter of fact, I let them kill you. Your life is being threatened on a daily basis. You are not safe. But your family claim to love you, but they the main ones doing you like that. And every single time they need you to be abused, they run to your family to get help to do it. But everybody wants to sit around and watch. Talking about some will then leave them or do this or do that. You're not smart. You're not being smart. You know what? I don't think I ever had an attitude towards abuse victims. But if I ever did, I know better now. And so you reap what you sow. If you ever find yourself in one of these situations that's inescapable, I hope you understand what it felt like when I was crying out for help, for real. Because I will not end up dead because of this individual. And if I got to get rid of my family, then I guess I just will have to. But I don't even want to do that because I feel like if it's really abuse, then why wouldn't they want me to get rid of my family and run away from my family so they can have full opportunity to do whatever they want to do to me? Then you say, so you do need your family. I need help, period, but I don't know if I need my family when my family is the ones that, you know, are willing to sell me out, oftentimes abusing me just like this individual. So eager to abuse me for this individual when they should be protecting me. Anyways... I go back to sleep and I wake up into this next vision, which is like it's an apartment or a home or something. And like my sister has her daughter and then like I fall asleep and then her daughter her leg gets burnt or something. And I'm just like tending to her baby. And it's like babies are being fried on a skillet or something like that. It's weird. But then, you know, I see my sister. She's laying in bed. She looks a little depressed, but also just you know, kind of disconnected a little. I don't know. I never really know whether she's really on my side or not because it's always so much weird stuff going on around me. But all I know is, you know, this is what I deal with on a daily basis. This is all that I go through. And I'm just like wondering when God is going to bring me out of this situation. And I'm sure I think about this all the time. Well, you got to get out of this situation on your own. But it's like how when it feels like there's no doors open for me. But God makes a way out of no way. But it's it don't even look like abuse or seem like abuse because you can do it seems like you can do whatever you want. There's no change or anything on the doors. Not that you feel like it won't soon get to that point or it can't get to that point where you're actually chained down somewhere. But they just in control of all of your surroundings and everywhere you would otherwise go or anything you would otherwise do. And you can't get away. I can't even call the police. Because I just look crazy. And they even threatened to get me locked up in a psych ward for telling the truth. So, it is what it is. But all I know is this next vision, I'm in this house. And it's all these women with all these kids. And it's like, 
just get to know them and and fit in and be a part of this, you know, family in this community or whatever. And I'm just like, no, no, I'm not about to be a part of this family. I'm not about to be a part of this community because when it comes down to it, if God send me a rope, I'm taking it. And I'm not letting no hope for a friendship to thrive here or whatever type of future I feel like I had here to hold me back because I don't have a future here, period. I don't have a future here. You're going to use me up until you're done with me or you're going to kill me because I will never stop fighting you. So, no, I'm, I don't have a future here. And I don't even know if I have a future with my family anymore. I can't believe them. Am I the only person who wouldn't have accepted money or is it just looking like that? That's just another tactic that they're using to keep us, you know, separate from each other. I cannot tell because every single time they hear anything associated with money, they're good. But if they feel like this individual that is associated with money walks away or decides to leave me alone, they like, oh, yeah, she can she can go ahead and pray now. We ain't going to get in her way no more. We're going to let her have whatever it is. So they just contributing to the hindering of my growth. That they contributing to me experiencing my breakthrough, but I just get so frustrated because I just do not understand why God allows them to. But they just want me to hate God anyway, so I try to be careful with that. They want me to hate God because God is my only chance. But Anyways, individual comes up to me and says to me, why don't you be a part of this? Why don't you just stop fighting me? And I'm saying, I can't even answer them. Because it's like, no, I'm ne- I don't, I don't want to never stop fighting you. Even though I feel like, how long can I fight everybody? How long can I fight my whole family? How long can I fight you and everybody? I'm never going to stop fighting you. Because... You don't care for me. You don't care for my life. You're abusive, you're manipulative, and you're inconsiderate, to say the least. But this situation is demonic, and I got to keep praying. I got to keep depending on God, and I got to keep fighting because that's all I can do. Nobody ever listens. They always think it's funny. Everybody's always laughing. It's okay. I just got to trust God and be able to deal with this situation anyways.